You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am coming to you with just a little touch of Southern flavor. I know you love that. From a really cold Atlanta, Georgia. Guess what? I am so excited that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here. That's right. It's a setup and that you're going to receive the answers, the solutions, the insight uh, that you've been searching for. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, I am doing really well. Uh, Atlanta, the Super Bowl is over, and uh, we're all sort of back to uh, normal here in Atlanta, but uh, it's all good in the neighborhood. Have an exciting show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Dr. Anna Gatman, and she's going to be sharing with you four keys to fulfillment and balance and how you can live spiritually in a material world. Huh, sounds interesting, right? Well, uh, I'm excited about it. I just have a couple of announcements and then I'm going to answer a question from a listener. So I want you to stay tuned. And anytime I answer questions that are sent in to me, I'm going to be giving you universal principles that you can apply to your own life. But before I get to that question, you guys know I've got to remind you about the cruise. Wow, we have so many people coming. Just imagine, you know, just lying on a sunny beach. I know personally I'm going to go snorkeling, being around fun and like-minded people. Some of y'all are too serious. <laughs> you need a vacation and just receiving the downloads uh, that you need. You know, it's an investment in yourself. And uh, Cozumel is a beautiful city and the ship that we are cruising on is the glory and it's a beautiful ship it's like it's like your own city and and if you've never been on a cruise you you owe it to yourself to really have that wonderful experience we're leaving out of new orleans and uh, we still have about 30 days for you to really come on and get on board. And so you need to go to LOARadioNetwork.com. I think they have a deposit program and uh, you can make your deposit and then you still have some time to make that complete payment. What are you waiting for when you set your intention about something? You know, the whole universe just conspires to help you. So go to the network, LOARadioNetwork.com. Get your swimsuit, your bikini, 
you know, and uh, whatever you're going to wear and uh, let's go and have fun. Let's see. I also want to remind you about my social media. Uh, I want you guys to go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hit stop right now. Then type in YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And of course, all you have to do is type in Constance Arnold. Uh, listen to my some of my shows on the channel. And you can just see me in a really different light. I do some like one minute motivational videos and you get to see me just sort of in a different kind of way. Uh, you can go to my Instagram. That's clarna 11 My Facebook is Culture with Constance. And of course, Twitter, LOA Constance. What did we do before we had social media? It's amazing. <clears throat> wow. And of course, you can remember to visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You could go to my store and uh, check out some of the goods and services that I have prepared for you. And next week, Dada, I'm going to be teaching. And I know you guys love for me to teach because you tell me I want you to teach. Uh, but I'm going to be teaching on how to take quant a quantum leap in love, business, health and wealth. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up this weekend. Some of you people have been heard and I'm not going to ever get close to anyone again. I'm not going to ever love that way again. No, baby, you need to take a quantum leap in love. And so I'm going to be sharing with you how you can begin to do that, how you can take risk, etc. You know, risk can be calculated risk. And so it's going to be really good. I can't wait to hear what God is going to say through me to you. So let me get to this question. Constance, thank you so much for your wonderful show. You're welcome. I love it when you teach because you always give strong how-tos. Thank you so much. That's intentional. I'm a husband and a father, and my wife says that I always come up with big ideas. I've been in so many network marketing groups, and I'm usually excited uh, about the money and the products and the people. But then I get discouraged over the months and I lose my motivation. I understand my brother. I've tried so many things, but continue to move to the best next hot way to make money. What one thing or a couple of things can you share with me to keep me persistent in my pursuits? By the way, I love the mixture of how you have strong male presenters or guests balanced with female guests. And I want to say to that male, thank you so much. Um, that's intentional. You know, a lot of uh, my male listeners and my male listenership is about equal to my female listenership. And that's intentional because I know uh, my father used to say it takes a man to know a man. And so that's why I have that great mixture of female, male, alpha male, feminine spirit, etc. So let me share with this gentleman. 
Uh, how many of you have started something and then you just like, you're really excited about it. You get motivated about it. You see the people walking across the stage. You say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to leave my nine to five job. And you do that and you're really excited and disciplined about it. But then it sort of dissipates anybody in the house. And uh, I really get that. So I just want to give this gentleman just a couple of things that I think can really help him. I, I'm going to say I believe that the first thing that you need, you need to have a strong and written why. And I believe that if your why is strong enough, your how gets easier. And so what do I mean by why? Why do you want to manifest this goal? You know, what is your reason for really pursuing this particular goal? And and I know for a fact that it's going to be your why that is going to give you the fuel persistence and motivation that's going to keep you going when it looks like nothing is happening. I mean, it, it also needs to be, I feel like, powerful and passionate. I want to give you an example of somebody. Uh, they were talking about how much money they really wanted to make and uh, a month, etc. And I said to her, what's your why? And she started crying and she said, I want to be able to pick, pick up my daughter after school. Wow, what a strong why. Boy, that'll keep you moving. Everybody see what I'm talking about? Because in your pursuit, I'm going to tell you that things are going to come up. You know, just think about, um, I think about Jack Canfield when he wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. He was rejected by 144 publishers. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And so... He had to have a strong why. You know, he wanted to really change the lives of millions. And and so he had to have a strong why that kept him going. And Jack, you got it going on because I don't know if I would have been that persistent. I mean, 144 publishers. And what would have happened if he had given up after the after number 100, <laughs> you know, Chicken Soup for the Soul wouldn't have never been published and would not be the phenomenon that it is now. So so, so I just want to say to this listener that you need to write down your why. Why do I want more money? It needs to be strong. It might be to put my children in private school to buy my family a home uh, in the suburbs so that all of my children can have their own bedroom, etc. Does everybody see that? Because as I said uh, earlier, when your why is strong enough, your how gets easier. And, you know, so why do you want to be healthy? So I can play with my children. I want to be able to live and see my grandchildren, uh, etc. 
And so for me, my why was I want to be able to bring healing to the soul of people and give them strategies for their lives because I just didn't want people to go through what I had been through emotionally and and just dealing with so many limiting beliefs, etc. So, sir, I, I would say to you, whatever your goals and intentions are, you and your wife need to get together and you need to have a strong why. And I believe I know, as a matter of fact, that that will keep you moving towards your dream and you'll be like Jack Canfield and not giving up on number 99 or 100 or or, or 133, but you just keep moving until you reach that goal. And just some other little advice that I want to give you. Um, I just love doing the rule of five, whatever your intention is, whatever your goal is, sir. Uh, you know, the rule of five says, do five things toward your goal, intention, or your business every day. So let's just say you do decide to do some kind of network marketing. I'm just using that as an example because that's what you shared in your email to me. And so so what are some things that you could do? You could You could send five things, not once a week, but every day. And the people who do this, they say it's seven days a week. Uh, I do five things five days a week. But anyway, but uh, it can be sending an email, you know, making a phone call, you know, a short video, a free webinar about your your goods, products or, or services, etc. And so, boy, what would happen in your life? Listeners, if you did five things, five baby step things, I mean, how long does it take to send an email? Let's just say it might take two to three minutes. How long does it take to leave a voicemail? Maybe two to three minutes. So what would happen in your life if you, number one, didn't give up? But you did five things in addition to having a strong why. What would happen in your life? And, you know, I know Jack Canfield, speaking of Jack, and, you know, the example that I gave earlier, um, my friends laugh because I call him Jack. I said, well, I've interviewed him three times. We're friends now. <laughs> and and so uh, I thought that was funny. You guys better get a sense of humor. And, and so he and... Um, his partner said that Mark Victor Hansen said that they did, they chose the rule of five and they would send books to people. They would give free speeches about their book. They contacted the newspapers, you know, that was back in the kind of like old school days, etc. Can you see that? They talked to other New York Times bestselling authors about how did they market their book. And so, Get a strong why and uh, just be disciplined enough to really adopt the rule of five. And then lastly, I want to say you've got to enjoy the journey because you won't fully know the process. I mean, all of us set intentions and so you will have to learn to go with the flow. And usually as you move more, the house would be revealed to you. Most people, 
They may have a strong vision of what they want, but some of the details are only downloaded when when we are taking the next step. And and I just have a belief that um, all you need to know is what your next step should be and then what your next step should be. And you take that and then what your next step should be. And so it's important that you enjoy the process because so many people are like, oh, my God, when is this going to be over with? Because I'm ready for my manifestation. Let me give you a secret. The more happier you are, the, the more joyful you are, the quicker you get to your manifestation. And so that's what I would say to this listener uh, to really take the time to develop a strong why. You know, because God is the one who put the desire on the inside of you, but you just have to have the persistence to just stick with it and don't give up no matter what. You know, you can tell what you're passionate about, but um, I think it was Dr. Dennis Kimbrough that says persistence will always outweigh talent and ability because somebody can be really talented and have really great ability. But if they are, are not persistent, if they do not execute the idea or the intention, it won't manifest. And so that's what I would say to this to this listener. You can do it. And like I said, you and your wife need to get together and just uh, really dream. Why? Uh, why do you why are you so passionate about uh, starting your own business or bringing in this extra income? What would your life look like? How would your wife respond differently to you? What would you do for your children? Would you start a a college fund for them. So you're going to write down all of those wonderful, juicy, exciting whys and look over that every day. Attach those to your intention because you guys are, are, are looking at your intentions every day, right? Okay, tell the truth now. And, and then see what happens in your life and and do the five things every day, the whole rule of five. Enjoy the journey and uh, Email me back uh, over the next couple of months and just kind of let me know, you know, how's it going for you, um, how you were able to take the principles that I just shared and really implement it in your life. And, uh, you know, it's not what you hear that changes your life. It's really what you do. Wow. So let's go to these quick commercials. I'm getting excited. Calm down, Constance. <sighs> breathe in, breathe out. I'm, I'm calm. We're going to go to these quick commercial guys, and then I'm going to be right back. So stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. 
Over the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, hey, everybody, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed those commercials. And uh, I'm excited about my show. And I know you're saying, Constance, you're always excited. And I am because I believe that every guest that comes on my show has a word for you. It's almost like a, uh, if if you've ever worked on a puzzle and, you know, it's just this one piece that you're looking for to complete it. But, you know, this might be uh, one of the missing pieces of your puzzle. And so my very special guest today is uh, Dr. Anna Gatman, and uh, she is the author of Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Keys to Fulfillment and Balance. Uh, She comes from a very interesting background, um, has lived in different countries, Israel, Sweden, France, and uh, previously she was a fashion model. And so now she is going to really teach us how we can, you know, bring about that balance in our lives because on the law of attraction, you know, it's so much about attracting and manifesting the material world. But what role does our spiritual life play with that? So we're excited to have her. So Dr. Anna Gatman, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Constance. Well, I've been, I've been rehearsing your name with my Southern accent. <laughs> I've been trying to say Anna instead of Anna, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, if you say Anna, that's fine with me. No problem. <laughs> Anna. So, so Anna, tell our listeners a little bit about you. And I have so many questions for you. Uh, where are we going to help people all over the world today? So where do you want me to start? Just a little bit about your journey, your spiritual journey. journey. Okay. Uh Okay, sure. Yeah. So um, I worked as a fashion model in Paris and in New York for a decade between the ages of 18 and 28. And I um, really worked with top uh, designers, photographers, um, magazines, Elle Marie Claire, Yves Saint Laurent, Jean-Paul Gaultier, who dressed Madonna. And I had a very materially gratifying life, but something was really missing for me because I'm very mission driven. So something was missing and I kept looking for it. And I ended up going back to the, or moving to the U S and going back to school and got married, raised a family and got a doctorate in education and spirituality. So you'd think I was happy now because I had all this emotional fulfillment and intellectual fulfillment and spiritual fulfillment. And still I was frustrated because something was missing again. Hmm. And what had happened to me along my spiritual journey was that I picked up this belief that in order to be truly spiritual, I have to give up material desires and live a humble life with no material needs. I'm sure you can relate to it and your listeners can relate Hmm. to that. We all kind of pick that up, right? <laughs> well, yeah, hey, on some level, but I lost that belief really quickly because oh, I'm like, 
Good for you, because if you're going to material thing, if you're going to manifest things materially, you better appreciate them. Otherwise, like, what's the point? But I, I had picked up that belief. But I also learned, you know, a decade of living in Paris, I had learned the um, the art of crafts making, the love and dedication and and innovation and tradition that goes into baking bread or cakes or good food or um, art, architecture, gardening, fashion, all of these were all spiritual expressions or material expressions of somebody's spirit. And so here I was with this traditional spiritual perspective of, you know, material things here today, gone tomorrow, have no value. Mm -hmm. And yet I was feeling elation and inspiration and all these words which we attribute to spiritual qualities while I was enjoying material life around me. So I had to kind of find a way to merge the two and to be okay with the two. And that happened in the English countryside. I was visiting a friend of mine one day and I, I was sleeping and I woke up in the morning and I raised my head and looked out over rolling hills that were just magnificent like the English countryside can be. And I was just in awe of the beauty that lay before me and filled with joy and expansiveness and peace and beauty. And I, I had this, what you would call a download or this insight that nature is in spiritual material balance. It's in unity between its spiritual attributes and its material expression. So the material expression are, are you know, the, the green colors, you know, of the forest and the grass and the flowers and the trees and the trunks and the leaves. That's material. But it's also emanating spiritual qualities, expansiveness, inner peace, grandeur, beauty, patience. And when we spend time in nature, and there's research about it, finally, to prove that nature has healing qualities that can really help us heal after surgery, if there's a tree outside the patient's room, they heal faster than if there's just a wall. But so nature is so rejuvenating and healing and it has spiritual qualities. And so I went, okay, if nature is in perfect unity and balance between its spiritual essence and material expression, and we're part of nature, then it's okay for me to also see myself that way and see everyone. And we have the capacity as human beings, we're a point of consciousness on this planet. We're like a portal between the spiritual and the material. And so if we appreciate a rose and we don't say, oh, ugly rose, here today, gone tomorrow. No, we look at the rose and we appreciate its beauty and it opens our heart. Then we should do the same with everything that we express because it's an expression of our godliness. So that's kind of how this whole um, everything came about and my thesis and my book and all of that, the merging and the realization that we have the capacity to travel to the spiritual and express it and manifest it materially. And the material world is no less valuable. We have to understand that it's an expression of a spiritual quality, but as an expression, it is as sacred as the spiritual essence from which it originates. Wow. I, I love, wow. You know, I, I love the way you uh, shared that Anna and, um, you know, I was chuckling to myself because as an African-American little girl growing up in a good old Baptist church, 
you know, where they said money was evil and, you, you know, whatever. I soon came to the realization that not having money and material things is evil. However, you and I both know that just material things alone without God, source, spirituality, whatever you believe in doesn't work. And that the spirit realm is really, really the causal realm. And, and right. so, you know, that's so powerful because my, my show is all about um, manifesting your heart's desires. And you and I both know people who are very successful, but spiritually are just empty and void. Right. Right. So like your modeling experience, I mean, you, you're right. beautiful, you had everything, et cetera. So, yeah. so, so let's talk about these four practices that you have that people can begin to, uh, you know, understand and begin utilizing in their lives. So, so share with us what they are and what would, what would that look like in a person's life, in somebody's life who's maybe a single mom, maybe struggling, or, or somebody who hmm. may be very affluent yeah. in a country, has everything, but really feels no purpose or balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's all about, as we are a point of consciousness on this planet, each one of us, and a point of consciousness, if you think about it, in the universe, which is kind of mind-blowing, right? We're a celestial event in a particular time, right? And so as we can travel from the spiritual and the emotional to the material and the physical, then these four keys are really universal principles that I identified through my research Um that um, can really help you travel from the spiritual, the material in a very seemingly mundane and practical way. And I want to say that this is how luminaries, spiritual teachers, sages, saints, they reside in, 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 in this state and they practice these four keys that I've identified without maybe calling them that. Okay. So I, I just want to give that. So it's important for people to know that spiritual teachers don't have um, access to something that you and I and the rest of your listeners don't have. We all have capacity to access. It's not like spiritual woo. Like, how do you be here now? How do you find inner peace? How do there's a method to it and it's very practical. And so these are the four keys. So the first key is expansive presence is really the key to connecting to a more enlightened version of yourself, a more expansive version of yourself. And in my book, I go into details about how you can practice it, but you can do it through your breath. You can do it by living your calling. You can do it by um, the words that you use. So let me just give an example so, so it's practical. Let's say that you decide to um, focus on beauty today, okay? Mm -hmm. And so you could put the timer of your smartphone on for every hour, okay? And every hour when it rings, you stop for a second and you look around and you say, beauty. Where is there beauty around me right now? Hmm. Where is there beauty in the person I am looking at right now or listening to right now? Where is there beauty in me right now? Where is there beauty in what I am doing right now, in what I'm creating, in the project that I'm working on or the thing I'm cooking or just to find the beauty. And suddenly you enter this spiritual realm, this spiritual, more expansive, noble version of yourself 
while you're at a team meeting or driving down the highway or cooking a meal for your family or hanging out with a friend. Mm -hmm. And so, and if you do it every hour, you could put your timer for every half hour or three times a day, but it's so, and you could do that with inner peace, with any quality. What is it now? What can I let go of now that's going to let me have 30 seconds of quiet in my mind? What can I let go of now and see the peace in somebody else? Maybe somebody's talking with confidence, you know, in a team meeting, but they're talking with quiet confidence. That's inner peace as well. Inner peace is not just sitting in a meditation retreat once a year because you could sit there and your mind could be chattering the whole time. But someone who is expressing their calling and is doing what they're meant to do, you know, like the oak tree is living its full oakness. It's living its calling. And when we are living our calling, there's inner peace there because we're doing what we're meant to do. So inner peace has many different faces. So that's just an example of how you can enter this expansive presence. And again, in the book, I go into more details exactly how it feels to be expansive in your body, how it feels to be expansive on an emotional level, and how it feels to be expansive in your thought pattern level. So that's the first key. Okay, let me share something here, Anna. I'm so proud of myself for for pronouncing your first name correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, A couple of weeks ago, I interviewed this guy named uh, Pettigrew, and he had lost all of his millions, and he was just so down, didn't have any money to even buy food. So he took his iPhone and he said it for every 30 seconds, just like you said. And then he would say, okay, what am I grateful for? He did that for 24 hours, every 30 minutes, excuse me, every 30 minutes. And he did that for two to three days. And on that third day, he received a download from the spirit as to what he could do to get out of his predicament. So what you're just saying, it's just an example of what he had shared and what listeners right now, all of you listening, you know, those are things that you can do. That's a great principle. Yeah. And so that is because what I realized in my research is that all spiritual experiences, what they have in common, whether you're aware of it or not, is this quality of expansiveness, Mm. expansive thinking, expansive loving emotions and a sense of expansiveness in your body like the boundaries of your body are not the contours of your body are not there's more to that we have that in nature sometimes when we feel that we kind of blend in so i love your example because it, it, it exactly explains the four keys so let's use your example for it so expansive presence is the first one right okay. you use something in order to tap into a more expansive reality The second one is attentive listening, because what I discovered in my research is that once you expand your consciousness, you become aware of information that was not available for you a second ago when you were in a more constricted, rational, logical state of mind. And so if you choose to to use your example, gratitude, and you practice it, and you don't just say, I'm grateful, but you actually feel the gratefulness in your body, in your heart, in your emotions, then you're entering an expansive presence, key one, then attentive listening, you pay attention to intuitive guidance. So that's the second key. And that's what your 
guested, right? Yeah. And so, so, so you, um, um, intuitive guidance can happen as an inner knowing, a gut feeling, an inner prompting, or an external prompt, like, you know, the book that we all know that just um, comes to our life just when we need to read it, or even somebody on the radio saying something that is just what we needed to hear. That's the universe talking to us. And so when we are in a more expansive state, we can hear much better when miracles show up and when synchronistic events show up. They're happening all the time, but when we're in a constricted, um, rational, logical state of mind, we miss that. And it doesn't make any sense to us. But when we're in an expansive state, it, it's suddenly very logical. This intuitive realm, because, oh, I was thinking about this, and the book just showed up, and my friend just told me, you've got to go to this workshop, and it's just what I needed, you start to see the interdependent connections of reality. And that's what your listener, what your guest did. So that's yeah. key number two. And then key number three is the inspired action. Because now that you have intuitive guidance, external or internal, you better act upon it. Because otherwise, what's the point? You're just going to stay in the same place, right? But you want to do it with inspiration. You want to stay in this expansive state and with inspiration, go and act upon the inner or outer prompt that showed up, which is what your guest did, right? On the third day. Right. On right? the third he, day, he got this call from this guy who we had not heard from in so long. And this guy said, hey, uh, 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 you know, I want to share with you about this business. And he shared about the business and it didn't all change for him then. But that idea that he received and, of course, acted upon, like you said, that inner wisdom that he had received from this guy, he acted upon it. And it was like the platform where he manifested his millions back into his life. Yeah. And that is just and, and you know, it, it, it's not it, it is a miracle, but it's something that we can all do. Right. We can all do. But we have to then we need the fourth key. When that's and the fourth key is faith-filled knowing. We need to the minute you start doing this. So let's do you do the the practice of gratitude for three days every thirty minutes, or if it's too much, do it three times a day. I mean, start with that. That's enough, right? Mm -hmm. But just allow yourself to feel the gratitude. I mean, not just to list it as a mechanical thing, because you're trying to enter a more expansive state. And your guest went into that state and he just counted his blessings. And I actually have a chapter in my book where I tell a story also where I had no money mm. and I got a guidance to count my blessings. And suddenly I felt I, I was I had so much abundance of love in my life and then money started coming in. So it's interesting. I have a similar st story like that. But once you start this kind of law of attraction relationship with the universe, you develop and strengthen your faith. And that's a, an important key because if you don't, then it doesn't make any sense. How can it be that if I'll be grateful, money's going to come in or, or that suddenly I'll find a person that is, um, that is the love of my life or um, a relationship that's meaningful. But if you practice it and you start this relationship, loving co-creation with the universe, you grow your faith, and the more you grow your faith, the more you can see miracles and synchronistic events, and the more you begin having this interdependent 
co-creative relationship with the universe, which is beautiful. And so would you say for listeners, because, you know, different people are in different situations and circumstances all over the world who are listening to this. Can we create our own miracles? Um, You know, I think that from the perspective that we're really interdependent, we see ourselves as separate units, but we're really interdependent. I mean, you know, there's air between us. So I'm touching the air that's touching the person that's next to me, right? So even on a physical level, we're we're connected, right? And so, so it's like, if we it's I think more than creating miracles for ourselves, which is what it looks like. So on one level, my answer is yes. But on another level, it's the minute we enter this place where we're more aligned with who we're meant to be and what we're supposed to be. And we connect to how wondrous we are, how amazing we are when we travel as a portal from the spiritual to the material. Then we can manifest miracles when we're in that vibrational state. And so it is us. It definitely we need to initiate it. I mean, in all traditions, you know. God will say, you know, you need to come to me. You need to first want to do it and then I'll show up for you, right? And the same goes with the universe. You need to first create it. So yes, I have the feeling that I create my own miracles, but I know that it's more of I'm aligning into, I'm becoming one with a larger reality. And as such, things begin to manifest for me. Yeah, that, and that's exactly, you know, what he did and what you did when you said you didn't have any money and then you began to be grateful for it. You you, you really aligned with truth and with yeah. abun- abundance and things started happening for you. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, Anna, I can hear people. I love pronouncing your name like that. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm losing my Southern accent. You know, I, I, I can hear Don't. people saying... Well, that sounds really good, Anna, but I need money. I have children. I I want to buy a new home. So so how can these four uh, keys uh, really manifest some of the material stuff that people are really looking for? Look, I mean, we have to be honest about it. It is complex. It's not like I want, boom, it appears, right? What needs to happen... You see, as above, so below. It needs mm-hmm. to be aligned below. So let's say that we have a thought. So a thought is above, right? It's in the spiritual realm, in the non-material realm. So we have a thought. I want to buy a house, right? <clears throat> Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we have the thought. Now, in the material world, the conditions have to be ready for that to manifest. So it's not just, okay, I want a home. The law of attraction said what I want, I can get. We need to prepare in the material, physical world, we need to prepare the conditions for the house to manifest because we need to, the way the world works is everything is ideas and thought forms in the ethereal plane and in the the causal plane. And then in the material world, it takes time. It's taken billions of years for, for you and me to come alive here right now. Right? So, so it takes time now. When things happen immediately, because sometimes we we have a thought and it manifests immediately, right? And other times it takes years, right? Mm -hmm. And so am I doing the wrong thing? Am I not? The conditions, the physical conditions are not ready yet. And we need to put the work in to prepare for the body of our thought 
to be born. And that's why sometimes things, when things manifest immediately, it's because everything was prepared and ready to be aligned for it. And when it's not, we need to either change our inner game, our state of mind, but we also need to prepare the physical material conditions. There are physical laws on this planet that need to be ready for our thought to manifest. That's a great answer. You know, the reason I ask that is because, you know, I work with a lot of millennials and, you know, they want everything now. And I, I, that's how I, I kid with my millennials. So so if, if people, if listeners all over the world would just begin practicing these four powerful principles, I know one thing uh, that I read that you said that we could change our outlook and our mood. Yes. within minutes. We need that right now, don't we, Anna? <laughs> Completely, because we could be, we could really be, and you know, I struggle with this, or I deal with this on a daily basis, you know, the politics in the U.S. are pretty horrific, and it can be scary, and it is awful, and there's suffering, but I think that one thing is really important, if you're going to be a portal for this higher vibration, for this law of attraction, for good in the world, you cannot fall into the suffering. You don't want to close your heart to it, but you want to stay in this expansive state because you want to be, you want to create a field of consciousness of what's possible. So, so you want to stay, you want to practice expanding your consciousness through gratitude and inner peace and joy and excitement and appreciation, whatever words or, or even statements you can practice you know, love thy neighbor like thyself. You could decide that today you're practicing it and you could practice it when you stand in the queue at Starbucks or when you're driving down the highway or when you're in the elevator. I mean, all those spiritual texts, if you take one of them and practice one of them a day or one of them per week, you're going to grow spiritually and you're going to have the power to manifest because you will have created a field, an energetic field that is really powerful and is really strong. And people are going to go, wow, when I'm around this person, things happen and miracles occur. And I want to be like her or I want to be like him. So again, in the book, I really go into details about how you can practice this expansive state and creating this portal um, really within minutes. Well, that's what we need. You also said that when people practice... Um, these principles that they will gain more clarity and confidence yeah, and just sort of become more intuitive about decisions that they yeah. would have to make. Expound on that a little bit because, you know, yeah. it's the beginning of the year. People want something different and they are making the different decisions. Yeah. I'm glad that you asked that because what happens is really it, it, it's, it's, it's um, simple. Sometimes it's not easy, but it's simple when you expand your consciousness, and again, there's simple ways, and I've given you a, a few ways where you can practice it, and it may seem really small every 30 minutes or an hour to practice equality, but it is powerful. But what happens when you're in this expanded state is that the, the new reality, the possibility, the more expanded possibility feels like it's obviously the right way. When you're in a constricted kind of fearful state, you don't know what's right. You feel forsaken, you know, and it really feels you're forsaken, you're alone, you've been abandoned by God, by Jesus, by the universe. 
But when you're in this expanded state, you can do anything because you can say, you know, I have a dream and you feel like, you know, you're vibrating with this dream, right, that you have. And so that's where the, if you can keep yourself in an expanded state, you will feel clarity and confidence. The confidence comes from this feeling that, you know, the world is a good place and you're part of this larger loving universe. And the clarity comes from attentively listening quietly for guidance. And when the guidance comes, you're very clear, just like your guest was very clear about what he had to do. If he had gone back to this constricted, doubtful state of mind, he would have said, well, I don't know if this is real. It's it's gibberish. I don't know. Should I call? Shouldn't I call? Should I talk to this person? Well, maybe he's trying to to get money out of me. Maybe he's not trying to help me. But he was in this state of gratitude. So he knew. He knew that this was what he had been waiting for. He had created the field for it. And it showed up after three days. Isn't that something? But, but you know, uh, your title is Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World. And a lot of people, when they hear the term material world, they think of money and abundance. So expound in your own thinking what abundance is. We know it is money. But what else could that show up in a person's life as? Yeah. Well, money, you know, in a sense, and, and, and many spiritual teachers speak about that, money is, is neutral. But what money gives you is possibility. Mm-hmm. Money gives you possibility. You know, it gives you possibility to buy a meal. It gives you possibility to fulfill a dream. It gives you possibility to open a nonprofit and do good in the world. So money gives you possibility. And possibility, by definition, is more than you had before. So it is abundance. And that's why we all want money, because we want possibility. And we want abundance. But abundance exists, I mean, again, just like the practice of gratitude suddenly allows someone to go back to business and make the millions that he had lost and then he could make again, Mm -hmm. then, um, then in the same way, if you look at abundance in something small, I mean, take a rose or a flower or a leaf. I mean, look at a dying leaf. I mean, they're, they're, they have orange and, and, and green and brown colors. If you look at one little leaf that nobody noticed and you look at the abundance in the beauty, in the abundance in the color, and you think of this universe, how amazing it is that this thought called Gaia or planet Earth is created, suddenly you go like, wow, this leaf is abundant. And this dying leaf or seemingly dying leaf or transforming leaf has abundance in it. Suddenly you connect to abundance. So the important thing is not to focus on how I can make money, but how can I see abundance in everything? You know, if you're eating now a slice of bread, that's abundance. If you can feel how much abundance there is in this and how much love there is in whoever made the bread and how much creativity or dedication or hard work there is in this fresh loaf of bread, that's abundance. And if you can connect to it as you're eating it, you're eating the abundance and it will create abundance in you. That's profound, Anna. Wow. Uh, I, I love the way that you shared that. And then lastly, I know you talk a lot about uh, searching for our calling or doing yeah. what we're called to do or, yeah. or et cetera. So 
what would that look like uh, in listeners' lives when when they do start practicing these uh, these spiritual principles? Yeah. So again, you know, we have a very, and we had, if we had more time, I'd love to go into that, but yeah. we, we, but we have a very narrow view of spiritual practice of calling. Um, and so the way that I see it again, we're a portal for where we can travel from the spiritual to the, to the material. So your calling has two parts. It has a spiritual essence and it has material expressions. So the spiritual essence is either a gift you've been given you know, something, a talent you have, something you're mm-hmm. really good at. It can be something that makes you come alive. It can be something that makes you feel whole. And I'm actually giving you now questions that you can ask yourself because there's an exercise that I have where it's like, what makes you come alive? What gifts have you been given at birth that are just talents that you have? What are you good at? What makes you feel whole? What makes you feel fulfilled? Um, what makes you feel um what helps you experience balance? If you answer all of that, a word or two words or maximum three words are going to show up. And those words or that word is the essence of your calling. Okay, now that doesn't change. Your calling is already in you. You don't need to create a, a peace center in the Middle East in order to feel that you've done a worthy calling. Your calling, just like the small little flowers and endless diversity in nature, that quality is your calling. And I've worked with people who've said that curiosity is the essence of their calling or, oh. or, or, or clarity and direction is the essence of their calling um, or creative thinking is the essence of their calling. You see, we have a very narrow view of what calling is. So there's the essence of your calling that doesn't change. Now, if curiosity is the essence of your calling, the expression of it can happen with your friends, as a parent, um, with your spouse. It can happen in your work. It can happen in a, you know, you could be, let's say, a researcher in your 20s, and you could be a tour guide in your 50s, and you could still express the essence of your calling, which is always in you, which is curiosity. You'd be curious as a researcher, and you could be curious as a tour guide and show people how to look at um, places in a, you know, you know, in a city, if you visit uh, Manhattan, you could show the curiosity, right. And allow people to be, to become more curious in your presence about the monuments. Right. Right. So that's how you, you, you have your calling inside you and the expression can change according to age and, and life situation. Wow. You have a great way with words. I'm sure you already know that and you've heard that. So tell listeners, number one, what your website is. How can we get uh, your book? I'm going to encourage all listeners to get her book. I've read it. It's awesome. Uh, I, 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 I could feel all of the research. I love that. that mm. And all of the work that you did Um uh, putting this together and then you have a special gift for listeners and of course listeners when you listen to this of course the link will be attached to the info about this show so give us your website Anna okay so my website is Anna Gatman at uh, Anna Gatman.com and Anna is a double n a g a t m o n so Anna Gatman.com is the website the book, Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Keys to Fulfillment and Balance, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you could order it from your local 
bookstore. And the free gift I have is, is, uh, is it's a dream big playbook. It's, it's 10 prompts. Five of them are how to ground. You see, because we we need the grounding between the spiritual and the material. So Mm -hmm. the dream big is not about just the fantasy. It's how to ground your dream. So there's five prompts about how to ground your dream. And then there are five prompts about how to act with inspiration on, on manifesting your dream. So it's 10 prompts called the, the Dream Big Playbook, and you can find it on my website and just download it as a gift for me to you, and you had said that it would be as a link when the right. show comes up, right? Right. So you guys, go check check her out on her website. You can find the link there, but you can also look in the description of the show and click the link here. And, and so... Anna, I am so grateful to have met you. You are a powerful woman and you are really sharing some powerful information. I saw your uh, interview, where, your interview where Jack Canfield was talking to you about your work and uh, you're making a difference in the world. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to be on your show. Huh? Well, good. Okay, everybody, uh, make sure you check out all of her information. You know, everybody that I br- that I bring on that I believe that is of God, that is divine, that is for you, is what you've been searching for, is what you've been praying about. Uh, I always say the missing piece of your puzzle uh, of your life. So make sure you uh, go to her website. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded and supported by the love of God or spirit. And I just want you to always remember that 2019 is the beginning of some of the best years of your life. Believe it. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.